I'd like to start the episode with a dramatic reading. If you could give me some music, please. Oh, God, is it your mom's? I promised, and I'm delivering. Here we go. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. This was sent to my son, Casey. Oh, God. On the date's not important. Here we go. (laughs) Hi, Vase. A. Hi, Casey. This is Nanny. I'm doing a voiced text message to you for the first time I ever text messages, messaged anyone in my whole life. Let me know if you get it. I love you. Bye. Love, Nanny. Oh, my God. No. (laughs) Best intro ever. Welcome to the Man Cave, the only (laughs) podcast hosted by two best friends with nothing in common except their names. I'm Mandy Kaplan. (gasps) And I'm Mandy Fabian. Every week we share ridiculous text messages. We talk about movies. We usually disagree, but I don't think we're going to this week. So grab your couch. Let's get to it. Cut this shit. Yeah, that's that's (laughs) my mom's. Uh, first text, and I have another one that I will share down the road. I or maybe a- I'll put it, I won't do a dramatic reading. Maybe I'll just put it in the Discord for only fandies. <gasps> oh. That's what I'm going to do. Yep. <laughs> Elitist. <laughs> uh, can I tell you a funny story about the last test text message I got from my mom? Yeah. The most oh. recent one now. I don't Hilarious. know. Fanny's, don't get sad. Okay, you guys, look, it's really, it's all okay. But my mom did pass away, but she's she's very much, if you were ever going to be haunted by anyone, I think we can agree it would be my mother, right? She's she Sassiest have, ghost. Yeah, sassiest ghost yeah. ever. She's passed on, but she is still very much here. And she likes to play practical jokes. And one of the, so the last, there was this one time <laughs> I got, I got a message on my phone from my mother's account right and it mm-hmm. was mom come down here we're all waiting for you <laughs> or something like that <laughs> come down here we're all waiting for you and i that's this is presumably from my mother on the other side saying right. yes yes <laughs> i was like for a second i was like what the hell is happening like how is my mother texting that... me okay right. so what it was was it was one of my kids on my mom's ipad Oh, okay. And it was still linked to her account. So it looked like Linda Bernhardt was saying, come on down here. We're all waiting for you. Yeah. But really, it was Delilah thinking that I was upstairs yeah. saying, come. But I, I was. Yeah. Checks out. Yeah, yes. yeah. But still, I thought it was very funny. You know, that's my mom's oh. latest text. I'm pretty good, actually, you know, considering. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Linda Lou. Uh, how, how was your week? What culture did you take in? What? <laughs> Right. Talk to me. Yes. Oh, shit. Okay. Let me tell you something. There are two things. Yeah. First of all. Yeah. Big deal. Got to chaperone a fifth grade dance this week. Hot. Nothing like chaperoning a fifth grade dance to launch you right back into junior high school. Right? Yep. I can't even tell you. I felt so insecure. I was like, oh, Did you get stuffed in a locker? I'm... (laughs) (laughs) Almost. Nobody asked me to dance for like the first 45 minutes. I had to go out there and dance all by myself. And for some reason, my daughter was annoyed. But I was like taking it back. I I handed her a copy of Glennon Doyle's Untamed and said, someday you'll understand. Um, Yeah. 
No, I just, it was the weirdest thing where all of a sudden I was like, I don't, I can't, I don't know how to talk to the other moms. I don't know how to like, I'm not dressed right. I, you know, it was, I had an actual, yeah. I, I got real busy, like readjusting the flute, the fruit platters and maybe uh, putting together the little plastic things. Cause you know, the best thing to teach the next generation is to use hideous amounts of plastic just for your fun and convenience. That's always a great thing. You so you know I was totally on board with I that. I sponsored decision. the dance. Shut up. <laughs> with ExxonMobil. I did. Oh my God. You know, I know we're gonna have a commune called Mandyland, but I we're gonna have to have some serious com- some hard conversations before we get there, Mandy. Hard conversations. Right. Well, we continue and then remind okay. me. So, but then yeah. after the fifth grade dance, mm-hmm. no joke. This was a totally random last minute. I was a very selfish mother and I ditched my daughter at the dance 45 minutes early to go to Tears for Fears with my husband. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. And that was maybe one of the top five concerts I've ever seen in my life. And I would never have guessed that. Go. What? Will it shock you to know Tears for Fears is in a very specific bubble? They are not as bad as Rod Stewart, but they are in the (laughs) Steve Winwood category of I cannot listen to them. Oh, no. Well, they weren't like my favorite band. Like when Patrick said, do you want to go see Tears for Fears? I was like, I know. Like, I don't not want to go to see them, but I don't want to go see them. No kidding. No, it was like, okay. I also don't listen to Bruce Springsteen for fun. Right. Right. But when you go to a Bruce Springsteen concert, you recognize you're like, oh, I am seeing a shaman. This man is like, doing something beyond music and he has captured an audience and he is an unbelievable performer and tears for fears their new album is better than any of their old stuff like they have new album yeah they waited 17 years to do a new album and it's phenomenal they sang every track and the whole audience was completely engaged they've outdone themselves and any band that can grow and get better Unlike maybe Def Leppard, you know, like they're sort of hanging out in the 80s a little bit, Mm. right? But Mm -hmm. Tears for Fears is like, oh my God, it was unbelievable. So I did that. How about you? Well, muscle talk. We threw uh, Casey's belated... I sowed seeds of love. (laughs) We we threw Casey's belated birthday party yesterday. And, you know, I'm really in touch with what 12-year-olds want. So I chopped up celery and carrots and stuff to serve. (laughs) and or Jer chopped up the celery and then he had the celery tops and he was walking around the kitchen and he's like I wish I knew what to do with these like I wish I could make a stock or like because you're not supposed to waste food and I said give them to Mandy so she can compost them but he did not but I was gonna like yep so we are halfway there like we're almost to the commune already yeah and then I bought a Hummer so it's (laughs) you know (sighs) I got to stay balanced. Oh, I got to be me. Yeah. You could also, I will take all of your celery. I'll take all that stuff because I'll juice that stuff. I make juice. The, but the tops, the leaves, the oh, celery yeah. leaves. Oh, the whole oh, shebang. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, I did try celery juice because I've heard it's so good for you and yeah. I couldn't drink it. I love celery. Yeah. But I bought some and I was like, oh, I can't do this. Uh, so Yeah. No, I don't. I don't make just so I do the app. I put apple, ginger, lemon, ginger, lemon. Oh, yeah. So good. Yeah. Sounds right. It. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. All right. Look at us. Healthy, cultured. <laughs> well, we have Amazing. to eat healthy so yeah. that our hearts won't stop. Ha! Good segue. Oh, nobody saw that coming. That was great. Can we just give me the title of Queen of the Segway? Is yeah. that 
Is that a title? It is now, babe. It is Thank now. Thank you so much. Yeah. We watched Heartstopper oh, on Netflix. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A p- very appropriate for Pride Month. Heartstopper is, and you know what? Enough with this showing the trailer thing. I think we should act it out. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just want to make out with me. Heartstopper is like the very best of, it's not cheesy and it's not, uh, it's not super cool and inaccessible. I feel like it's in that John Hughes, but not as funny, like the sweetest, most heartfelt, like it's so, it's a raw, it's a rum calm but maybe not even calm like it's a sweet it's romance a gay coming of age yeah very lgbtqi focused yeah it's a um, it love story between two boys and they're in high school or is it junior high school what do you think junior high school high, i high, think high school uh, and they're in london yeah. and everything is better in london they talk prettier their schools are prettier they wear great uniforms the boys as horrible as they were also, we're wonderful because they're British when they're heckling each other. So much better, yep. you know. It was created, it was written and created by Alice Oseman based on her novel. Okay. So I want to acknowledge that. Um, and I can sum up how I felt about it with one very short word. Yeah, what is it? Blah. No. I'm going to yeah. punch you in the face. There's no way you yep. did not love Heartstopper. What and the fuck? I, th- did I you watch the whole explicit. thing? I got explicit early. I can't believe it. I watched yeah. three episodes, but you know I started last night. I do know that. So I only had like an hour and a half. But I watched three episodes and I would go right now out of this booth and watch the rest of it right now. Okay. How much did you watch? Two episodes. What? Two episodes. Oh, my God. I was exceedingly bored. What the fuck? Oh, my God. I, it, to me, it felt like watching something I've seen a million times. What? Where? It's like, it, to me, it felt like a John Hughes movie, but not funny. I didn't oh. laugh. I wasn't charmed. I guess that's the problem. It was, it was a well done show and it's really well acted, right. but I didn't. I was not swept away. I was not charmed at all. The one moment I found charming, um, they use a really cool animated device that I've seen in Mitchell's versus the Machines. It's the same exact thing. So it felt very derivative. And there was the one of the girl in San Francisco who was a drawer, the diary of a something. No, no, no. There there was a movie that had that confessions of a teenage something. I don't remember. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So. Pete, there was one scene I really liked in the... I didn't even really like the scene. I liked the device. If you could play in the first episode, minute 14 to about 14.30. You play the drums. Yeah. That's so cool. Thanks. So, um, I had something I wanted to ask you. Charlie, I wanted to tell you that I'm gay too. And I'm in love with you. Do you want to go out with me? I want to be with you forever. Do you want to join the rugby team? What? I thought that was really cute and charming. And I don't think any other moments made me go, oh, that was that was cute and charming. Am I heartless? I'm heartless. My heart did stop. I I think your heart did stop. I mean, so let's go with that was a terrible title. But I honestly... 
was like, my heart was stopping the whole time because I couldn't believe how exciting. I was like on the edge of my seat. My Aunt Myrna, who's visiting from Florida, shout out to Myrna, was watching it with me. And Mm -hmm. like, we were loving it. We were, I was dying because I couldn't, I thought it was, first of all, you have this kid who's the only out gay kid in his school. That's super Mm -hmm. tense. And I could only imagine, this is what I liked about it. You're right in that I've seen a bunch of cr- high school crush kind of things. And literally, I don't, you didn't see this, but at the end of the third episode, he literally shows up at the kid's house having run over in a rainstorm. I mean, right. He opens the door and he's drenched in a full hoodie. Like he has to say that he has his feelings for this kid. It's so mm-hmm. slow, but that's what I love about it is it feels so real. Like, so it's this kid who's struggling struggling with he's the he is the only out gay kid and he gets bullied. And then there's this other kid who he's kissing with, but who's homophobic and doesn't really he can't describe his feelings. He has one has played, a girlfriend. His name is Ben Hope. Yeah. The the, the mean kid, right? Yeah. But he's also right. not played as like he's he's confused. He thinks he's, he's he doesn't want to be gay. Andrew McCarthy and Pretty in Pink. Yeah. He yes. doesn't want to slum it with Andy, the girl from the wrong side of the tracks, but yeah. he has feelings for her. Yeah. Yeah. And so not so original. I'm just saying. Uh, but it is original. That we, I don't think that enough gay stories get told. I mean, it's the sweetest, like, it's a love story. And I, I find those to be more rare than the straight ones. And so the fact that it's two boys having this innocent crush, hands brushing, and then the little animated electricity that comes off of mm-hmm. that. And and I also love this idea of the rug, the popular rugby kid exploring whether or not he might be gay. And it's done in such a sweet, non-homophobic way. Like he's actually, and this is what I thought was interesting. His mother would be totally cool with it, right? His His friend's, who knows his mother's olivia coleman right yes like is his name nick he's yeah his name is nick Nick. is the rugby player and it is english law that you must feature olivia coleman in every project you make well so she's there yeah yeah she's there we're hoping for not in the first two I, i barely saw her but yeah yeah, she gets a little, maybe her part gets a little bigger, but she's just so good. Why not, right? Plus, I feel like Olivia Coleman's friends with everybody. So there you go. If you're not working, it's because you don't have enough friends. That's a theory oh. that I've always had. So I clearly am friendless. I don't, I'm not yeah, working nearly I was enough. Say, well, yeah. Yeah. Make those connections. So after this, I got to go podcast with a couple. Of, I'm trying to build relationships, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I support that. I don't, I don't want to sound um, homophobic or oh, I God, mean, you're I know homophobic. this, I this get it. show is sweeping the world. People love this show. Yes. I think it was oversold to me by Facebook posts like the ever present and irritating this period is period everything <laughs> period, right? Like the, I saw yes. so many of those posts. Yes. People in my life are like, oh my God, heart stopper. Yes. So yes. I thought it was going to be I thought it was going to grab me. I thought it was going to be more innovative and not like, oh, it's the same story I've seen a million times, but with gay characters. Right. Which I think is the thing that people are so excited about. Like, I haven't seen that story with gay characters enough. Right. I Well, enough is is absolutely the correct word because we love, love Simon. Yes. And then I did watch Love, Victor, the episodes of the TV spinoff, the sequel to Love, Simon. So... 
I just, I don't know. I wanted this to shake, to shake it up and be more. Yeah. Well, earth shattering. You, I think you're bringing up a good point because Love, Simon had a device that you were super into. This does not have a device. Mm-hmm. This is two no. boys struggling with, I'm a gay kid. It's not cool to be a gay kid. And so it's not just the nerves of, I think I have a crush on somebody and what if they don't like me back, which I think they captured that middle school, like what I was experiencing at my fifth grade dance recently, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. Like yes. your emotions run high, you know? It's, it's, it's what hard. we experience every time we do this. Yeah. <laughs> We're gazing into each other's eyes. Will they or won't they? Yeah. Right. Fandy Nation is always asking. Oh, the sexual tension is beyond. Yeah. 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 It's not, it's not untrue that we somehow hit on each other every episode. So maybe I know. Maybe that's the season finale. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll podcast in the same room at a, oh, anyway. And record our sweet lovemaking. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, you know, it could, I don't know how much no, it would be interesting. I think we should like simulate it sometime because I'd be curious to know what the noises might be. That might be a fun improv. Because huh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you might be a dirty talker and I get real nervous around dirty talking. So like it'd be interesting. Oh, I, f- yeah. I feel like you're right. And I feel like that's a role reversal. I also am having <laughs> some back pain today. So the noise today would be like, oh. Oh, ow, no, ow, oh, don't. Ow. Oh, how much that, do you think I'm going to you... do that would move you around that much? I mean, honestly, <laughs> I, I, I just love you're very this. strong. Well, I, you're, I, I just watched this very slow m- movie about kids, boys, two boys sitting next to each other who can't stop smiling because they're so excited to be around each other and making snow angels. Like, that's about, like, if I were to make porn, it would be porn for women, which is like, Let's gaze into each other's eyes and feel electricity when and we brush our go to Nordstrom Rack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nordstrom Rack might be my drag name. Oh, that's... Rack? A- yes. I'm pointing to you, my breasts. She's pointing to her breasts like I don't know what Rack is. Just, and, just and because I'm bouncing I go to a little Tears for, for Fears effect. concerts, it doesn't mean I'm, I'm that old. I don't know what a Rack <laughs> is. Um, <laughs> or do the kids oh. say Rack? Anyway. Um, so I, the sweetness and the simplicity of it, the non-cynicism of it, I loved how it was just, there was nothing on it. There was no device. There, it didn't need to be anything except like, it's just these two kids who have all of these obstacles between them who mm-hmm. might get to fall in love. And I, and especially in this day and age, I'm going off because I, especially in this day and age where like, you know, you're probably better at this than I am, but like living in the world where like my whole family's from Texas and I am, I feel great. I like, and my daughter's gay and, you know, I feel very scared of that in the world. And I hate that I feel mm-hmm. scared of it in the world now because it feels like that was 30 years ago. Like it shouldn't feel that way now. And right. so I guess I'm, I want to see this hero, this kid, this rugby kid who isn't sure about his sexuality yet or is finding his sexuality, he's already told off in episode three, he tells off one of his rugby friends, like that's homophobic. He calls him out on a comment and he, and he meets another lesbian couple that they have decided to come out and they're Mm -hmm. okay with it. And so watching this happen from these kids perspective is like thrilling to me where you go, uh, you know, for, to be honest about things that, you know, people aren't going to like about you. That's tricky. So I guess watching it makes my heart flutter where I go, oh, my God, how are they going to handle these situations? As I said before, like if I had had these role models before I went to my fifth grade dance last Saturday, did I mention I went to my fifth grade dance? 
No. Did I ever tell you I played Maria in West Side Story in high school? <laughs> you may have mentioned that. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it, it, that's what I thought was so breathtaking about it. So sweet. I'm I'm so glad because yeah. I just didn't go on the journey. I just didn't feel those things. Um, also, I'm but a gay I did man. Do some... Nobody's a gayer man than me. Oh, no, I'm I'm way gayer than you are. Read, read the book uh, less. Fandies who know us. <laughs> I did. Did you I read like the book it? Less. No. Okay, then you're not a gay man. I'm gayer oh, than wow. you are. I'm telling you, I'm the gayest man on the planet. How do you think I sleep with Patrick Fabian? You know how lucky I am. Every gay man on the planet wants to bone Patrick Fabian, and I do. So you're welcome, gays. Wow. <laughs> I no one has ever challenged me on. Uh, no woman. <laughs> Married woman has ever challenged me on who's a gayer man. Well, I, I will go toe to toe. We have to, you know, we have to do maybe not this episode, but another episode. We have to do a quiz on on whether or not you're a gay man. We'll see who gets a higher score. Okay, <laughs> because we we do have a bonus episode coming up that we're recording oh, on right. the twentieth, so that'll be a gay man challenge, gay Mandy great, challenge. Great. Oh, I'm so much gayer um, than you are. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> I wanted to talk about these kids that they cast. Most of them are newcomers to the industry. Like, yeah, the, the lead character, Joe, um, they these kids were like plucked from obscurity and put on a TV series. The only one that I that I saw had like an extensive background is the the bully Ben Hope, played by Sebastian Croft, who I thought this was cool. He was so afraid of backlash that he started a Ben Hope hate club on social media because he didn't want to be seen as homophobic or anti-gay because his character is quite abusive emotionally to Joe. Yeah. And I just thought that was so savvy of him. Wow. You know, he's probably 19 or 20, but he's he ha I think he was on Game of Thrones. Like this kid has worked. So oh. he understands the business. And he's like, yeah, I'm playing this character, but look how woke I am, you know. That's really don't don't at me. That's what the kids say. What is that? Don't at me. I don't even know what that means. Like it means don't come at me, but don't do it on social media. Like, hey, at Mandy Fabian or Mandy Fab, excuse me. Oh, uh, I got a bone to pick with you. You are not as gay as at Mandy underscore Kaplan underscore Clavin. Well, no one would ever write that. But yeah, I I mean, theoretically, That's I what understand what means. you're saying. Interesting. Yeah. God, you're so street. What would I do without you? They didn't mention there was nothing about that in the flyer at the Tears for Fears concert. And I read the whole thing. So that's interesting. It's that is interesting. <laughs> How, what what number readers were you wearing when you read it? <laughs> Are you up to like an eight? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I have. Well, and my flat, my I have that um, microscope, you know, that magnifying app on my phone, too. Oh, good. Yeah. And the flashlight, because you can't see in those dark places. People um, love when you whip out your flashlight in in a concert like that. That's really... Definitely. Yeah. Um, what I thought was interesting is I thought he did a really good job playing that character, actually, because I, when he was kissing him and being like, I'm trying to figure out how I feel, I didn't get that he was homophobic. I mean, I got, I got that he was terrified of being gay, which is yeah. homophobic, but because he probably is gay... You know, I it, it mm -hmm. seemed more like an internal struggle for someone who's trying to deal with his feelings, and rightly so, because, you know, if it was a different world in this piece, right, if it was a world where there was no homophobia, then that would be different. But since he's kind of just going off the cues of 
all the other kids. And, the, and and that's part of it, too. Like the whole reason that we're even thinking of any of that. Like, I remember the first time Abby heard some homophobic thing. Oh, it was Bend It Like Beckham. I don't know if I told you. We talked about this, maybe. No. No. Well, in Bend It Like Beckham, there's this character who's a great soccer player and her mom is terrified that she's a lesbian. And there's a lot of humor that's derived from that. It's the mm-hmm. main girl, Kira Knightley's mom. Okay. I think, yeah. And she's really, really like, she's super girly and she's really worried that her beautiful daughter, Kira Knightley, is going to turn out gay because she likes other soccer player girls. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because it's very exaggerated. And of course, Kira's not gay, so everything's okay. But right. from a gay girl's perspective, Abby's watching this and she's like, I don't understand. Why is that funny? Right. Right. Which is perfect. Or so why that's... is she afraid? Right. You know, why is that? Right. That's how I know she's a lesbian because she was like, why is that funny? You know what I mean? No, I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. But like, but like it, so it was, but it didn't even, the whole idea that a mother would be that way or that like she didn't understand why they were making fun of this trip. Right. And so every time she sees anything where anybody's even like Book of Mormon, the song of like, which the discussion of whether or not I should let my kids listen to those songs from Book of Mormon is a totally separate conversation. Okay. But they, okay. But the turn it off song, we right. crack up hysterically laughing at that song. But it's all that whole thing about like, you know, the find the box that's gay and crush it, which yeah. she laughs at that. But there's also, but it, when she first heard it, she was like, I don't understand. Cause to her, I don't get it. Right. Yeah. So I guess that's the thing is like, I think slowly osmosis wise, she's going to learn about homophobia. It's good. And it's going to know that it exists. And that really sucks. And I wish that didn't happen. My prayer is that she learns about it as a as a thing of the past. I know it's that's lofty. Yeah. But that she learns back in the day, it wouldn't have been OK for me to be who I am or people yeah. would have questioned or feared. And now. Yeah, they don't. I mean, her she is surrounded by acceptance and love. At home, at school, in our yes. community, friends. So, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's that's the it's hope. a tough road to hoe. And and I, I don't. I mean, maybe I'm just um, maybe I wanted more of that oh, yeah. rather than this intimate story and heartstopper. You, you know, like just I don't know. I just wanted more from it. Well, also, I mean, you're. I think what you're you're talking about a taste thing. It's not really yeah. the content. It's the fact that it was a sim- very simple love mm-hmm. story. Like they didn't break the mold of storytelling or offer a device or plot wise. Right. There wasn't much more than then they sat next to each other. Then he texted his friends about it. You know what I mean? Like plot wise, right. you are generally more of a plot person, I think. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I, yes. so that's just a taste thing. That's not. You could just watch my dinner with Andre all day and just. <laughs> Get out your action figures and reenact it. <laughs> yeah, I love talking. I do. I love the talking and I love the emotions. Well, it's interesting that you mentioned texting because I wrote in episode two, there was so much texting. Yeah. And as an old lady, I watch it and I'm like, it seems like lazy storytelling. And mm. we've, as writers, we have written texting into our scripts. You just have to. It's the yeah. world we live in. It would not be realistic for people to like visit each other to <laughs> ask a question, right? right? To knock on doors and Ding dong, I came for a visit. So I know it's the world we live in, but I wanted them to cut it out. Like I was like, couldn't he pick up the phone and call a friend or couldn't there be a bump in in the hall where these things are said or something? <laughs> I want I this. That's a show don't tell thing that bothers me. Oh, my God. The amount of texting. You are such in, in an old like lady. This. this is maybe the first time you're older than I am with with pop culture things. No, but here's what here's what I thought about that. They use the texting. I thought they did it really well. 
The timing mm-hmm. wise, I didn't feel like, oh, my God, I didn't feel like I was reading. They had the split screens and they did it really fast. Mm-hmm. And what they really, really used it for story a storytelling device, which I don't think I've seen a whole lot, was the whole like, what do I say? Like they would show I'm going to type this delete. I'm going to type this delete. I'm going to type this delete. Oh, yeah. And I love that. that. Oh, I don't know. I, yeah. Maybe because I was invested in their story and how awkward and how right. they were trying to find each other. I mean, that's the thing. Like, you know, from the get-go, the first time he sees, the first time that the kid Joe sees um, uh, Nick, it's like mm-hmm. bells practically go off. I mean, he thinks right. he's beautiful. So you right. you know that they have feelings for each other from the get-go, but they're going to string it out, which I think is very appropriate given all their obstacles. So the whole watching them struggle to find each other. Right. That's that's the one. It's thing such I, a slow burn. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted them to bang. Like just get right to the banging. <laughs> I'm and, sure. I, and I'm talking about children. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. I, I it's this is only going in one direction, you know, and I just hope that Casey warns his friends about you. That's all. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, well, I hope that uh, that that people don't at me about this because it's really, it is a matter of taste. Thank you for saying that. It's not, I'm not saying a bad thing about the show. It really just wasn't a show for me. Yeah. But, you know, based on its storytelling and tempo, but not, but it's a lovely show. Yeah. And, and yeah. I'm going to go ahead and give it three man jobs. Yes. But I, but, but I also like blame the world for telling me it was the most amazing <laughs> earth shattering thing yeah. ever. That's always terrible like when you go to see tears for fears at their next concert you're probably not going to enjoy yeah. it as much as i did because i just blew it for you right you that's oversold what just, it that's what destroyed it for you um i mean the way when they did shout no kidding like really i think it would really blow your mind okay uh i'm gonna give it seven man jobs to make up Aww. for the two that yeah. you did it because I loved it that much. Like I was, it was you such did. a you sweet, good. lovely, loving, like I was squealing with delight at all of the, oh my God, they're playing in the snow and making snow angels. And oh my God, like I love. I wrote snow montage, blah. I see. I loved it. It was so blatantly, but, but done really beautifully, not hallmarky. Like, I don't know how they did that, but they gave me all the sweet and they somehow made it feel very real and like natural. So I really, huh. I felt like I was falling in love with them. And since I've it never. It was like too grainy and Britishy to be Hallmark, but. Yeah. It's and not since, a bad. Uh, like I've never been in love. Parallel. So it's really nice to, you know, feel Breaking that news. emotion with these. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, okay, great. Well, there we go. There's the man jobs. All right. I'm very excited about the game. I'm just going to give you a sneak Wait, peek. What was that? I missed it. You got frozen. Oh. Oh, our game. I'm giving you a sneak peek. Okay. It involves uh, a deck of oh, playing sweet. cards. Are yep. you going to do close hand magic with me? Holy shit. We're going to play gin rummy. But first, I'm going to tell everybody that Man Cave is a production of True Story FM, engineering by the amazing Pete Wright, and music by the amazing Ian Post. Yes. And we love and need reviews. So wherever you're, if you're listening on Apple, it's Apple that you could do the reviews. Spotify, you can leave five stars. Yeah. Or the highest rating, but you can't write a review about how much you love us. But if you're listening on Apple, um, yeah, I talked to... A few people this weekend who are like, oh, I love your podcast. I listen all the time. And I was like, that's so sweet. 
you have not left a review. <laughs> I didn't say it, but I, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. So if you are one of those people yes. who's like, oh, I totally listen, leave us a review, give yeah. us a shout out, yeah. and we will Because guys, appreciate listen, it. we do appreciate that you listen, but it's more important to us that you tell other people that you listen. Like, it's really about popularity for us here. You heard my story about the fifth grade dance, so don't leave oh. me, you know, having to talk right. to the not cool moms. You know what I mean? Because no. <laughs> there were cool ones. Anyway, Assuming yes. her name is Nancy. Also, uh, I'm please, sorry, Nancy. Okay. We, we would also love to hear from you, talk to you. We got some really great suggestions for some of our future stuff on the Man Cave, the Discord channel. So you can go to mancave.com slash Discord. Check us out. There's a community channel. There's a members only channel. Which Wait. Is, yeah. How do you become a member? I'm so glad that you asked. Um, you go to mancave.com slash Fandy. That's F-A-N-D-Y. Be proud to be a Fandy, guys. It's it's Fandy Pride Month. I mean, I think that's what the Pride Month is about, right? It's, it's about so. being a Fandy. That, I feel like that checks out. Thank you, Pete, for arranging that because there was a parade at Sunday in our honor. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, and we've got merch that you can wear to these parades. We really should have a Man Cave Pride Month. That'd be really Fandy Pride Month. Uh, mancave.com <laughs> slash merch and get your get your t-shirts and your uh, turtleneck sweaters. I'd like to see some more of those on there. There's there's coffee yep. mugs. Basically, just, you know, it's real fun. And I know every time I put, put mine on, it's like a journey into Mandy's mouth. <laughs> Um, oh, Journey is almost on that list with Steve Winwood and. Uh, oh, you can't you can't ever say that. No, no one will I'm just ever. Kidding. I'm, I'm just gonna kidding. say. No, I'm God. just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I just I saw an opportunity. And Steve Winwood so, is a yeah. genius. Okay, please. Oh, oh. please uh, validate us. Love us. Join join Fandy Nation. Okay, I have here. Oh, bring me, bring me. God, moist. I love moist. The, you can't hurt me with your words. I love words. Ugh. Oh God! Okay, I have put the four jacks out on the my desk here. Okay, the first jack is the hearts. The second one is the diamonds. Yeah. the The third one is the clubs. Uh huh. And the last one is the spade. Okay. You are going to assign a person in your life to each of these jacks, and here's how we're going to do it. Fun. The jack of hearts is someone you are currently in love with. Mm-hmm. The jack of diamonds is somebody. You used to be in love with. Oh, God. Okay. The Jack of Clubs is a friend. And the Jack of Spades is somebody you hate. Ooh. And these these are these are men because they're Jacks. Okay. I mean, they, they can be non-binary if you need. But <laughs> and then so I will welcome. be able to answer questions okay. about these specific guys. Okay. So. I should probably write down the guys because I my the way my brain works. So who is a guy you are currently in love with? I'm laughing because I'm like, wait, how, what are the names again? The, the Jack of Hearts and the kidding. I I know there's four, I know the four suits of a card. I'm just kidding. All right, Jack of Hearts right. would be the lovely and talented Patrick Fabian. But I really could have said anyone. Dodged a bullet there. <laughs> who is somebody you used to be in love with? Jack of Diamonds. Josh Dumel. <laughs> These have to be people in your life. <laughs> hey, I had breakfast with them okay. one time. No, no, no. I, okay, okay. Somebody I used to be in love with? Yeah, oh, it makes boy. it more fun if it's like a real person. Uh, I was in love with a mutual friend of ours. I'm going to say it. Ready? Eddie uh-huh. Gamera. Aww. In college. Oh, 
Yeah. Who is some a male you like as a friend? I like Jeremy Clavins. Good choice. And who's a guy? But you I also hate? really want to bone him. You know those friends that you're just like, oh my god, yeah. I just want to get on that. And it's not Do making I you uncomfortable. Oh, I see. It doesn't make you uncomfortable. Okay. No, because I'm I'm giving it back to you <laughs> for you, not for Patrick. Okay. Uh, who do you hate? Oh, a, a man that I hate. Does someone mm-hmm. have to be in my life? Oh, okay. no. This could be this could be like a famous person to keep it safe. Yeah. Can you imagine? And don't don't mention children because I've learned the hard way that you can't bash children on a podcast. <laughs> okay. Someone that I hate. Someone that I hate. Uh, oh. Yeah. I think it has to be Governor Abbott. Mm-hmm. Great choice. Yeah. Okay. Now you can ask me questions. Who is the best blank? Who is most likely to blank? Okay. And by flipping the rest of the deck. You're amazing. I will be able to tell (laughs) your future or the the truth behind these guys. Oh, my God. This is an epic game. This is in my wheelhouse. Like, I'm a tarot girl. Holy shit. Okay. All right. Wait, I'm going to ask you questions. Who's most likely to blah, blah? Yeah. Okay. Which one is this? Or who... Okay. Who's thinking about me right now? Who's the best kisser? Who's a, whatever oh, you want? Oh, I see. I'm going to ask. Okay. Okay. Like I can ask, um, when is Governor Abbott going to not be governor <laughs> anymore? No. I have to ask a who. Who? Which one of these? Ugh. Okay. No, no. I got it. I'm learning. I'm learning. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, who am I most likely to road trip with? Is that? Okay. Yeah. That's great. Here we go. I'm going to okay. tell you. Uh, it is Eddie Gamera. Oh, <laughs> but he just actually uh, completed a, a lifelong goal of visiting all 50 states. <gasps> oh, I, I, it's cool when people do that. My yeah. aunt has done that. But it's now I'm cool. wondering, like, where are we going to road trip? Because, I mean, everything will be a repeat for him. And, you know, I don't do repeats, but I, but I'm in my house. Hard. Yeah. I haven't <laughs> seen Eddie in years. Well, you, yeah. I, I've seen you in at least three different states at your house. Hey, <laughs> emotional <laughs> mental states. Right, guys. Am I right? are are we both having what a friend just called a personal summer right now i think we are it feels like it all of a sudden the door to my booth needed to open well you congratulations eddie gamera huh yeah god i'll make a playlist oh i guys ask Ask another question okay uh who is the best um (laughs) i was gonna say at making love who's the best love maker yeah who's who's the best lover Lover. It's Governor Abbott. <laughs> I can't, The cards don't lie. They don't lie. Well, I guess I'm going to miss that boat. Oh, too bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, great. Uh, who's the best musician? It's Eddie Gamera. Okay. Eddie? Okay, now I'm questioning winner, all winner. of my life choices. What the heck? Okay. Um, all right. Who, who loves me the most? Let's get down to what's really important. Jeremy. Oh, that's so sweet. Yep. Okay. And wait, I should say that the reason I chose this game, I didn't even like attach it. It's because this is what we used to do in middle school <gasps> to like tell our futures. And like oh. we would do this. It's like that mash game on paper. But yeah. this is the 
the, the <laughs> clever, less work way of doing it. Okay. Right. But about as accurate as we can tell from the. Yes. Yeah. Governor no, this, Abbott this being is the best this lover. Is fact. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Jeremy loves you more than Patrick. <laughs> and Governor Abbott is a tiger in the sack. <laughs> okay. All right. Next All right. question. Next question. Um, Who, let's see, who uh, is the best would be the best father to my children, my future children, the ones I'm going to have after this hot flash. Patrick. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's right. debatable. Good... He doesn't listen. Yeah. We can del- we can dive into that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's doing pretty well with Who... the first two, but I don't know if I would do it again with him. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no. Round two, you got to shake it up. Yeah. Who would cheat on you with me? Oh, huh? Yeah. Who is nah, it? Not Abbott. Patrick. Oh, God. Oh, Wait a second. this adds a whole wrinkle. But does it? We were just mm. talking about Mandy Land is going to be a pretty fun place, huh? <laughs> you know what I mean? Our commune slash kibbutz. Yes, we get yeah. to make all our own rules. You love rules. It's going to be great. I do. Yeah. Um, okay. What other questions do you have? I have half a deck left. Oh, okay. Which one is um, like the next messiah? Like who is trying to tell us messages from a prophet? Mm-hmm. Oh, prophet, mm-hmm. like Mormon. Like, who's my prophet? Patrick. Oh, well, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Total sense. Hang on, let me text mm-hmm. to make sure he wants me to finish this podcast. <laughs> you know what? He's probably busy profiting something. Okay. Um, who? <clears throat> let's see. This is great. I mean, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Who was bullied as a child? Eddie. Oh, that's why. Sorry, Eddie. Oh, sorry, Eddie. Probably all of them, though, if, we, if we're honest. Yeah. Who wasn't? Yeah, yeah, that's a good. Well, Patrick, probably. <laughs> He's had a pretty um, did, sweet deal. <laughs> did got, we do who's the best kisser? Oh, no, we didn't see. I don't know the right questions. I go deep, right? I'm uh, like, well, I just, I just want to. Yeah. OK, yeah. Who's the best? I want to know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. We don't you have do not any have a lot of kissers. kissing in your future. <laughs> Jeremy. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, all right. <gasps> Who's the most romantic? Oh, oh no, you have one. one. I'm sorry. No, no. I'm taking over no, like a real uh, the, Kaplan. The romance one is good. See, I was gonna go the other way and I was gonna say, like, who's the wealth who's gonna be the richest? Oh, let's do that one first. Okay. That, that's more important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's gonna see if I'd pick Josh oh, Patrick? Well, there you oh, Thank God. Okay, so now I'm not questioning my choices anymore because. Good father, yeah, Messiah, yeah. wealthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, those are the qualities Great. that you want in a life partner. Um, okay, yep. now who's the most romantic? I like that. Yeah. Eddie. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, He's, he is, a, yeah, really doing very well in this. Yeah, game. we're going we're gonna to find out if, if he listens, like to this, if mm-hmm. he listens to this week's because he's featured. Um, Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we should probably know who's got the biggest. Oh, sense of humor. Yeah. Depop. Oh, Depop. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The biggest dong. Are we yep. ready? Biggest dingle. If it's Sorry, Abbott, I'm going to die. <laughs> God, no. <laughs> who's the most hung? Who's the strapping lad who is going to light my marble we'll fire? We'll never know. Oh, we're we'll out of never cards. Know. It's going to be a mystery. We're out of cards. Well, you know what? Because I love the Fandy oh, Nation, I will go attempt to look at all these men's penises. I'm going to... Oh. I think a quick Google Do a little search. research. Yeah. Yep. Or, mm-hmm. I, you know, I plan to go to Texas in October. 
I'll figure, you know, we'll, okay. we'll figure that out. I'll try to get close to it. Okay. <laughs> That's a lie. Uh, you're calling at Governor Abbott it at this point, which I is accurate. I honestly threw up in my yeah. mouth. I threw up so much just thinking about getting anywhere near it. Like, it's yeah. hard. Okay. Think about Mitch McConnell's right, penis if, for a second. You're welcome. <laughs> do, I can't. Do you know I'm obsessed with trying to imitate Mitch McConnell? Do you know this about me? Please do. Every time I hear a news clip. <laughs> that is fucking right? spot on. My God. I know. Why are you not doing a one woman? Sh- why are you not doing a Mitch McConnell one woman show? It's coming okay. this fall. Yeah, please. I will produce it. I will executive yep, produce I'm calling that it shit. Turkey waddle. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. What am I what am I doing? Oh, okay. I think you I don't know how you're gonna feel about this, but I, I'm hoping we can do this together. <gasps> well, then I love it. It's very meaningful to me. I don't know if you know my long and storied history with this franchise, but you and I are going to find some time to go to a movie theater and go see Top Gun Maverick. <sighs> Okay. Okay. I've never seen Top Gun. <laughs> what? What the actual fuck? Are you fucking kidding me? Okay. No, fuck you. But All I right. will totally see Top Gun Maverick because people are loving it. And uh, I'm curious. Uh, no. Okay. This is the busiest week on the planet. We may have to hold this one and do a double something because here's the thing. No. Yeah. No. You are sitting with me and we are watching Top Gun and then we're going to Top Gun Maverick. So it has to be like, an, we have to clear a day. Okay. This week, Top Gun. Okay. This week, original. All right. And then yes. yeah. next week or two weeks, Holy Top Gun shit. Maverick. You know, no, I don't well, even have to be... watch Top Gun. Like, I don't even have to watch. I practically have it memorized. I could tell you, I could quote scenes from it right now. But I will watch okay. it. And I want to watch it with you. Take me home or lose me forever. Oh, show I me the way one. home. Show me okay. the way home. Um, well, wait, do you just want to assign me Top Gun this week and sure. I'll try to watch it? Okay. I guess, and then, yeah. And no, then... we can go see Top Gun Maverick. I can squeeze in Top Gun. We'll 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 make it happen. Okay, we'll make it happen. Oh God, it's so good. Suzanne, could you Suzanne, get our schedule? Get our schedule together. Up? See if that could work out. Thank God, this. Thank you for the Fandies for get, allowing us to hire a new secretary. Yes, because I want to be topical. I want to go see Top Gun Maverick while it's still yeah. all the rage. Okay, it's you know there's right. there's enough Top Gun to go around, and and you know you might be able to cook or something while you're watching the original Top Gun, but you have to stop whatever you're doing for the volleyball scene. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Fair enough. Um, thank you. This is lovely and fun. Well, it's because I love you. Heart-stopping love. See you next Bye. week. <laughs> <laughs>